This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one and only show on the internet where we talk about House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon. It's a game of those people show coming to HBO in the near future, and they released a trailer last week, but it was on Thursday, a day after this show airs, so we didn't talk about it. We're going to talk about it right now. I am Dan Selke, the editor of WinnersComing.net, here with Daniel Roman, the other editor of WinnersComing.net. And Daniel Roman, how did your House of the Dragon go? How is the weather in House of the Dragon? And how are you House of the Dragon today? I am House of the Dragoning well. Uh, the weather in House of the Dragon is rather dragony. And uh, the mood here at the moment is, in fact, House of the Dragon. So it's, it's a good <laughs> Wednesday, I'd say. That is so House of the Dragon of you. But yeah, um, yeah, HBO released this new trailer for the Game of Thrones prequel show. Obviously, we care about it a lot. Obviously, we're geeking out about it. And we're going to take this opportunity to go through it in exhaustive detail not frame by frame but like every other frame by every other frame maybe so yeah. what do you say and if any of you watching out there are interested have comments queries questions anything like that sound off let us know we want your opinions your thoughts your views and your queries so daniel yeah should we start this up and just get to it or should we banter some more yeah, I mean, maybe we should just start it up and get into it. I mean, if you're here watching, you know what you're here for. And uh, if you have questions as we break this down about anything you see, anything we say, uh, drop them in the chat. So, yeah, I, I mean, Dan, what else could there be to do uh, on a day like this with House of the Dragon? I think we need to just get to it. It's all we're going to do. Yeah. Hit it. Yeah. Okay. So, again, this show. All right. We you know, that HBO logo is made of Valyrian steel, apparently. I didn't really realize that. Ooh. So, okay. Okay. And, which, I don't know how they knew that. It's like, yeah, but no, it's not. It's a flat two-dimensional image. How do you, could you tell? But apparently it is. Yeah. This that... show about two rival factions of the Targaryen family around 200 years before the story we know fighting each other for the Iron Throne. Daniel, who is this woman? Yes. Yeah. So this is Rhaenyra Targaryen. She, think of her as the Daenerys of this show. The, the Dance of the Dragons kind of revolves around two factions, uh, the, the Greens and the Blacks, who are vying for the throne. And Rhaenyra is the head of the Blacks, the heir apparent to the throne. And yeah, we're, we're going to be spending a lot of time with her. Um, I, are you excited to get to see her a little more in this show? What, what do you think? Of course. What are your thoughts on this character? I mean, uh, okay, so this this show is based on the book, the novel, no, well, like the fake history book, Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin. And yeah. Rhaenyra is sort of the, she's not the main character, but she is the first among equals, maybe, about characters. Yeah, um, right? that's a good way to put it. She's, she's yeah. important. She is the eldest child and heir of King Viserys Targaryen, and she is pretty damn sure she's going to ascend the throne. So when he dies, yeah. which he dies, spoiler alert, but not really because it's the whole yeah. crux of the story, um, it's kind of her and then her half-brother who gets it. I mean, she drives it, right? She is the the 
who the person whose will most turns this wheel of this story and makes it go. Uh, so it's yeah. impor- incredibly important to get her right. I mean, you're going to need to have someone who's textured, layered, interesting, has the right look, has the right mood, and they have two actors to do it, young and old. So they are, yeah. you know, not putting all their eggs in one basket. What if one's really great and one's terrible? I mean, that would be a twist, right? I, I, <laughs> that would be rough. That would be rough because it's, I mean, it's, like you said, not the main character, but like the first among equals, we're going to spend a lot of time with her. I think it's interesting that we have not yet heard her speak. We we haven't gotten more than just like a fleeting glimpse at like, basically like this shot. We've had these shots of Rhaenyra a couple times where she's staring thoughtfully out into the distance. Um, Presumably she's on Dragonstone here or maybe Driftmark. So yeah, if one of them's bad, I don't want to say it, but hopefully it's I, I assume we'll spend less time with the younger Rhaenyra, but I'm sure they're both going to be. That's what we're yes. going to go with here. Diane, new whenever on YouTube, we can't wait for it either. And we're going to talk a whole lot about it today. Yeah. So, so, so. All right. Uh, shall we? Shall we meander to the next shot? Next second and a half. Ooh, pretty landscapes. Can't be helicopters and drones. Yeah. On water, right. Can't beat it. Yeah, so we're going to pause here just for a sec because I didn't notice this when we were looking at this earlier, but there's a castle in this shot way up there and at the very top middle. So I don't know if this is a zoom into Dragonstone or Driftmark. Just wanted to point that out. Um, oh, it's got to be. I mean, why why are you panning over uh, useless rocks in the ocean? No reason. You got to be going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Driftmark Let's carry is on where to the, the next. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, so pretty. Oh, and then we have Mr. Matt Smith. And we have Mr. Riz Ifans. Matt Smith, obviously the biggest name involved in this, but not that big. It's going to overpower things. Uh, Richard, could you yeah. rewind to the um, blonde man with the egg? Could you rewind to when Doctor Who was holding an egg in front of a dragonstone. That's definitely yeah. a dragonstone, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, this is dragonstone for sure. The castle looks, uh, I don't want to say exactly the same, but it's it, looks like the same castle that we saw in Game of Thrones with those angular kind of edges jutting out the sides. Oh, um, 100%. So we have two plus, of other big players. We got, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say this particular scene that, that we can talk about in a sec after we introduce the players. Uh, this is definitely Dragonstone. It's after Matt Smith has had a spat with his brother. He went back there and had more spats. I wonder how long until we don't call him Matt Smith, because he plays a character named Damon Targaryen, who was the king's younger, yes. more violent, more passionate brother, who apparently yeah. is so ambitious that this gentleman, uh, Otto Hightower, wants him nowhere near the throne, so puts into place various plans to exile him, including shaming him for producing a love child with his mistress, Mysaria, played by... Uh, an actress whose name is my mind at the moment um who's behind him in the last shot yeah so uh this causes all sorts of issues uh the actress for misaria is sonoyo mizuno misaria is a whore in king's landing she's from lease and basically damon is married to one of the Aarons at this point and he hates her <laughs> he just doesn't yeah, like being married uh unhappily married asks Viserys to set the marriage aside King Viserys says no so Damon shacks up with Missaria and after they have a spat he takes her to Dragonstone and gets her pregnant he gives her a dragon egg because that or he gives their child a dragon egg because that's what Targaryens do when they have babies on the way and Viserys loses it he gets real mad 
and apparently sends Otto to get it back. So oh. yeah, this is going to be a sticky moment. I c- I love the armor on the Kingsguard here too. It, it's like a different era, the armor in this show. You know, sometimes in these medieval shows, the designers go like just pop off and make the weirdest looking armor designs. Cause I think like medieval times has sort of like a direct link to the imagination of like a designer. And they want to just like put all of their ideas up on the screen. I'm thinking of like those yeah. kind of um, like trash bag couture from the Witcher of the Nilfgaardian soldiers that one time it was so bizarre. Yeah. Um, they're bad. I just hope it doesn't get out of control because this stuff does have to be like used and lived in and everything. But yes, this looks cool. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, like in, 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 Game of Thrones towards the end, like Cersei and Daenerys are wearing the coolest stuff that would never in a billion years have been worn no. <laughs> in like medieval times. It looked great, but it was just really over elaborate, but I did love it. So I'm of two minds about it, but for right now, yes. It yeah. Looks good. And this, they ha- kind of have a tricky challenge with this show too, because this is a period of time, bef- like 200 years before Game of Thrones. So like, how are they going to make the fashion look different? How's the armor going to look different? Yeah. We'll get those answers as it goes on, hopefully. As we go on, people, uh, I want to know your opinions if you're out there commenting. What do you think of Matt Smith as Damon Targaryen with his blonde ass wig and um, his smirk? And his dragon egg. Are we buying it? Are we buying Matt Smith, the 11th doctor, I think, as a Targaryen? Sound off. Okay, continue. Yeah, let's carry on. Oh, 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 it's an original series. What's this, this? Yep. We got got King's Landing. It is kind of nice to see King's Landing again, isn't it? It's just sort of nostalgic. Yeah. And to see a dragon that's flying over it that it's not going to burn it to a crisp. That's nice. Um, We don't know that. Uh, but we we can maybe assume it's I mean, it's still around. So uh, this, this dragon, could be this Cyrax is... coming in when Rhaenyra retakes. Yes. It. Actually, it, I, guess, I guess it could. But whatever. Go on. It, I was just going to say it is Cyrax from from what I've been able to see online from the color of this dragon. This appears to be Cyrax and Rhaenyra. Um, she's been a dragon rider since she was like seven. So she does an awful lot of dragon riding. Yeah. And. Uh, let's just note the tail has this cool little design here. We're going to see lots of different looking dragons in this show, That's which fun. is exciting. That is really yeah. fun. People, there are like dozens of like we had three in Game of Thrones, the three we all knew. There are dozens here. They're everywhere. This is when they all yeah. die off. This is, like this story is why there are none when Game of Thrones starts. And yeah. Oh, God. Much, Again, yeah. If I was a designer, can you imagine there must be some lucky son of a bitch. Or just like some lucky person out there who <laughs> designed the dragons for this show. It must have just been like yeah. nerd nirvana. Like you get to get paid money to just make different sorts of dragons. This one's like going to be this wings. This one's going to be this color. It's going to be this kind of tail. Oh, God. So yeah. many Funkos. So many different Funkos they can do with this. Um, they could I'm do sure a lot. the merchandising opportunities from all the different dragons will be worth the extra investment in this episode. Under $20 million cost per episode, yeah. Daniel. Isn't that isn't that great yeah. and affordable? Under twenty million, and they got the dragons to look different. So uh, kudos, you HBO, doing side it on the people. cheap. On the cheap, people just side note that there was like this weird. I think it was Entertainment Weekly. It might not have been. I shouldn't besmirch them. This weird article where they like interviewed someone from House of the Dragon and said how it only cost them under twenty million dollars, and it still boggles my mind that they're trying to pass this ridiculously enormous sum off as some kind of bargain. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying to pull on us but this is an expensive show but if they can funkoize every one of the dozens of dragons it might just make it worth it yeah they can recoup the 20 million in funkos 
all right let's let's carry on here pretty oh got the all iron right. got, the, got the good old iron throne room yeah we have we're in the Targaryen, patty constantine yeah. good good name first and last yep of course we got the iron what do you throne, think of the throne the new- dan i i understand that they couldn't just make a whole new chair um if they wanted to stay <laughs> consistent i yeah. think that's what i would have done but I just, I like it. I like the idea of it. So the idea is that they have the same central iron throne from the show, but 200 years ago, there's all these other swords kind of planted around it because it's supposed to be made out of like a thousand swords or whatever. It's a cool idea. It does look a little, I wish it was all one, I want it to be one piece. I I, I don't love like just sort of the swords, like they aren't really part of the chair. There's kind of on, talk about design. It's all about design. There's kind of like around it. And I don't love that, but I know what they're trying to do. It's cool. It is dangerous. Don't slip or you're going to cut yourself. Yeah. Which is a thing. Yeah. I, so it's funny. You say don't cut yourself. Uh, So we're going to avoid like long game spoilers here, but like, we're going to talk about the people we see in the trailer and like people, whether they cut themselves or not on the throne is definitely a thing that means something uh, in terms of a King's worthiness. Um, so that will be relevant. Uh, I like the design. It's definitely not. I never imagined we would see the Iron Throne looking this way on television. Um, it does feel kind of like a half a half measure, measure yeah. between, you know, getting a throne that's closer to George R. R. Martin's original vision, which is this monstrous thing with lots of steps you have to climb up. So I I like that they tried to make it look more dangerous and edgy and mm-hmm. all that stuff. The main thing, I, yeah, the main thing that I really hope they address is where all those swords went by the original series. Like, I hope they're not just they like, oh, and then time passed. Like, they got to show <laughs> what happens to these swords. Um, I'm a little nervous they won't because we've still got like hundreds of years more Targaryen rule after this show ends. But we'll see. I mean, to figure at some point, some like important dictator has to slip and kill himself on a sword. And they're like, this has got to stop. We can't keep yeah. having these people just like get a little too drunk, stumble around and die. Like it's, it's not good for international relations, but um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. I like it. It's a cool idea. I wish they weren't so hamstrung by the demands of the oysters. They couldn't because when game of Thrones came on, they didn't know it's going to be that big. They, they literally didn't have, they weren't doing under 20. I'm never going to let this go. They were not have under no. $20 million <laughs> of budget for game of Thrones. So they couldn't build like a giant, awesome b- bajillion swords, huge throne. Yeah. So, so they like, the Iron Throne that we had was a, for the time, pretty large budget series. Like it was, it was like six, it was like big for the time. That's what it produced. Yeah. If they made Game of Thrones with under $20 million now, that throne would fill the whole room. But we That's have this true. kind of cool, I like it. I like it. Nicole, what do you think of the, Iron, the new Iron Throne? I'd be interested to hear other folk. And hello. Yeah. But okay. Is that enough about and the throne? Should so- we keep going? Yeah, well, let's talk about Viserys for a minute. So he is basically like the Robert Baratheon of this show. He, oh, you know, he just that. wants everyone to get along. Yeah. Um, and this, so I didn't realize this. I researched a bunch before this show to make sure we had all the tidbits did from you? Fire and Blood. I did. He's the last person who rode Balerion the Black Dread before Balerion died. I didn't realize that. And then after that, Viserys never rides another dragon. So we're not going to see him ride any dragons probably in this show. But here he is calling all the lords of Westeros to swear fealty to Rhaenyra. Um, Maybe we should kick it to the next scene. 
see see yeah. what little Rhaenyra how she feels about these proceedings. Oh, she looks royal. Oh, here she goes. She's gonna yeah. turn around. Oh, serve it, give it. Boom. Yes, live it, love it. Um, yeah, looks great. This is Miley Alcook, I believe, is the actress playing younger Rhaenyra. Uh, it made a, a bit of a spin because her necklace apparently, like, like the links are the different sigils yeah. of the houses, like the Baratheon. Yeah, that's Boar, a cool catch. And maybe the Greyjoy squid. That's a cool thing. God, I do. The casting looks on point. She looks like, and again, like you want Rhaenyra to have a lot of gravity, right? You want her to be someone who you're excited to see what she does next. And this actress does seem to hold herself in a way where it's like, I'm scared of you. Like, I don't, I, I, I want to watch you what you do so i'm i'm into it i think she's doing a good job based on these wordless looks you gotta be able to give looks in this show a lot of game of thrones is like you know just like the kind of soap opera glances from across the room to other people as like gears start to turn in their heads i think she gives good absolutely yeah i think her her discerning you know far away gaze is good i'm excited to see more of her but uh, it's interesting. I feel like the timeline with this show is interesting because we had that shot with Damon and the egg earlier. Now we're seeing mm-hmm. this where she's going to get named the successor, which is partially to keep Damon lower on the the chain of succession or the line right. of succession. So, yeah, I feel like we're going to get more scenes in the past than we maybe than I thought we would. Yeah. They're going back there. And again, I'm not sure. We still don't know if it's going to be like chronological, like we'll start in the distant past, just work our way slowly up, or we'll flash back a lot every episode. I don't know. We're going to see. Great comment from Nicole, though. This is is such a key point. Nicole says, I am hoping that all the new characters are as compelling as likable as Jon Snow and Danny. I'll even take some conniving villains like Littlefinger. And Nicole, there's definitely the potential to do that. Yeah. Because there's definitely some great some some characters who are set out and really kind of sketched in an interesting way they have to do more work to fill them in though and it's possible because like yeah these characters do stuff fully as interesting and and compelling as anything on game of thrones but the details need to be filled in and that's what i'm hoping the writers will be able to do yeah totally um speaking of that's a great segue to our next shot which is going to be let's transition to that it's going to be one of the characters It's Damon with the gold cloaks. Uh, so speaking of of compelling characters, I agree with you. I think they kind of have their work cut out for them because like there's a reason George R. R. Martin chose to write A Song of Ice and Fire as these huge novels because those characters are really compelling and those events are. He didn't write a, an, as in-depth of a novel for Fire and Blood. So it is mm-hmm. kind of like they have more room to flesh things out, but the challenge to make the characters as good, I think, is also there. I feel like Damon, he's going to be a fan favorite, I I think. And yeah, here he is basically making the gold cloaks. The City Watch was disorganized. Damon basically got given the job because Otto Hightower convinced Viserys to kick him out of his last two jobs, which were like master of coin and I think like master of ships. He got bored and Otto said, we need someone to do a better job. Give your brother, Damon, something, please. And it it backfired because now he has like 2,000 people who are loyal to him. (laughs) And he has like an iron rule in the streets. He cleaned up the streets really brutally. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts here? um, It's like if if it's like Commissioner Gordon (laughs) put 
like did a coup on the mayor of Gotham City and became the new ruler. That's 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 what's me with Damon here. Um, I never really yeah. understood why people say that Damon would be a fan favorite. He's a dick. Like he's like angry and violent and he sleeps around. He's like too ambitious. He's overly interested in his niece. Honestly, I never really got the yes. Damon fervor. Um, Agree there. But part of Game of Thrones is making these vile characters seem interesting. So I love Jamie Lannister. Maybe they can do the same thing. But he, J- J- Damon is not nearly as noble as Jamie Lannister, though. So um, no, he's we, not. I'm definitely curious, though. And again, interesting that they got like a big name. Well, a that's a big name, a name actor to play him, whereas other yeah. characters, not so much. I'm curious to see what they do with him. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't call Damon a fan favorite, at least not this fan's favorite. That's fair. That's fair. I think, yeah, you know, when we talk about like gray characters that are going to do badass stuff, like Damon is like a, a one of the best warriors we're going to see in this series. Sure. He's not the best. Kristen Cole beats him a bunch of times in the, in Fire and Blood. But he, yeah, I, I think when you think of Game of Thrones with those like, I don't want to say charming, but like the intelligent uh, manipulations and plans uh, like edginess i just there's he's gonna be a fascinating character i don't know that he'll be my favorite i agree that damon does a lot of awful stuff but he's gonna be interesting he'll never be boring Definitely interesting we can put it as that long way. as it's interesting i'm fine with it That's yeah. what I'm after. interesting uh, i yes. wonder who else we'll meet in this trailer yeah, may let's maybe let's carry on and see who who's gonna pop up next. Ooh, some doors. So yeah, ta- yeah, taking control of the streets there, and there then here's Rainus Targaryen, played by Eve Best, Eve um, Best, the queen who never was. So she she was someone who was in line to be potentially sit on the Iron Throne before Rhaenyra was around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back when her father Jaehaerys, who or her grandfather Jaehaerys. We haven't seen Jaehaerys. Yeah, her father's Balon. Get it right, nerd. Yeah, sorry, go on. Her father's Aemond. <laughs> There's so oh. many Targaryens in this show. Yeah. And these aren't even Aemond the ones in the it. show. <laughs> yeah. So her father was Aemond. He died. And basically Jaehaerys, who was the king, made the choice to make his younger son, Balin, the next in line for the throne instead of his older okay. son's daughter, Rhaenys. Um, her uncle not father yes it, it's really there's a lot of there's it's a twisty family tree but here we see her kind of recounting that because she not only was she passed over then but then Balon died because it's westeros and everybody dies so and except jaharis who lived to be wicked old so nope. he had to call the great council of 101 ac which uh we can step forward to the next scene we think it's that yeah well, that, uh, that shot is nice that shot is very um kind of early daenerys targaryen um of rhaenyra there yeah and the here shot we have of some rhaenyra darkness. kind of looking uh, yeah so i like this isn't the council this is the painted table yes lit by a billion candles what do you yes. think of the photography can i ask you that because game of thrones the more it went on the darker it got and it seems to still be going to that direction what sick obsession do the dps have <laughs> with not being the table does look awesome i agree it looks very i, I like rivulets and the candles looks very nice i can barely see yeah. the human people in it i can i can't really see the walls yeah what is going on why won't they get a freaking floodlight in there 
yeah so i wonder there i was just reading about the long night the other day and and some of the people who talked about making it talking about like having realistic lighting like when you watch uh helm's deep from the two towers it's lit like basically with flood lamps but with game of thrones they always tried to do it where if you're shooting at night it's gonna look like it's nighttime i think it's interesting the (laughs) photography the photography is kind of dark though like i always felt like late game of thrones got dark because the like the dead were coming it's atmospheric and dark and closing in on you but it seems like this show's kind of starting there and i don't know if that's supposed to be like we're at an earlier time period there are less candles now so like (laughs) they don't have electricity yet (laughs) yeah exactly or you know they just carried on the style so i think that's a curious thing to say the least it is and i'm calling utter bullshit on the whole like um you know just like it's more realistic okay it's more realistic like it's for them no if these characters were actually doing this they wouldn't have a fill light over like out like out of reach sure but yeah you need the audience needs to be able to see what's happening we're gonna we're gonna assume like if the human eye if we were in that room we would see more of that like our eye would actually see the details that the camera does not pick up because there is not enough light you need to pump up and i'm not a filmmaker or whatever but you, 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 i understand that you need to pump up more light into a room so the camera sees with the same eye that like the human eye does yes kubrick did do it on barry linden and it did look better than this because kubrick yeah. like told his char- characters okay don't move a freaking inch otherwise there's not enough light to like for us to actually notice kubrick was weird about this yeah. stuff but I mean, as much time as they have to make this show, they don't have 30,000 Kubrick takes time. So yeah. just 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 buy 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 some fill lights. Just that's all I'm asking. OK, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's, it's definitely fair. I'm the lighting is one of the things I'm a little nervous about with this show. I think generally really optimistic, but I kind of want to see what they do with the lighting in the background of this scene. We even though it's very dark, you can kind of glimpse Rayanus. Uh, who was in the last scene? She's here too. She's one of Rhaenyra's advisors. It's not clear I if this is after everything starts favorite. going down. I agree with you. I hope she should. She deserves to be. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's step forward to the next shot that we've got lined up. August 21st. Um, that's only a couple of months. August 21st. Yeah, right around the corner. So we talked about the Great Council a second ago. Pretty sure that's what this is. Yeah. It's. When Jaehaerys was real old and both his sons had died, he needed to pick who would be his successor. So basically like a thousand people showed up at Heron Hall to like have a king's moot. That'll be cool. So we see Heron Hall. Yeah. And it also lets us know, like, I feel like they've got to be doing a flashback if they're showing this. Like Rain is telling her story. She got passed over again here and her son, Lenor Valerian who eventually marries Rhaenyra. Laenor was the second in the running. It was Laenor and Viserys, and everyone picked Viserys. But that said, let, let's step forward to the next shot that has been sparking some internet debate, the box. <laughs> Any thoughts about what could be in the box? What's in the box? Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's head? I don't really know. Um, why don't you tell us, Daniel? Because I, like, I feel like you know. You, 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 you might have a good idea. I have some thoughts about what's in the box. 
So there were 14 claimants at this great council who wanted the throne. Three of them were from Essos. Uh, one of the people from Essos brought a bags of gold and a dwarf elephant to try and woo everyone <laughs> to his cause. I, I don't think I hopefully there's not a dwarf elephant in that box. My best guess for this is that the Valerians also, they're the richest house in Westeros. They brought a bunch of wealth and were very open-handed yeah. in their efforts on behalf of their son, Leonor. Good old buy-in um, so votes. So I think this is good old buy-in votes. No one's even being sneaky about it in Westeros. They're parading a box, most likely filled with gold, right down the hall to say, hey, we're super wealthy. Maybe uh, pick, pick, pick one of us as king. So, yeah, I think that's what's in there. I hope the elephant shows up and they can be like, um, if you vote me king, you get to pet Stampy. But if you don't, I'm taking it back to Essos. That'd be fun. Yeah, it never really says what happened to the elephant in Fire and Blood. It just says like, uh, this person brought bags of gold and a dwarf elephant. The gold did them good and the elephant did them none. <laughs> and like, you, that's the last you did mention research it gets. This. Nice. I did. I did. Well, um, if I were there, okay. I would have voted for the elephant to be king. Okay, go ahead. Right? I would have too. Yeah, let's carry on from here. Meet another one of our oh, players God. in this older yeah, Game of Thrones. So here we okay. have Alicent Hightower. I believe, is is this Olivia Cook or Emily Carey playing her here? You know? This is, yeah, this is Emily Carey who's playing the young younger Alicent. Hightower, yeah. God, so dark. Yeah, she, 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 she marries King Viserys Targaryen. One of those, like, you know, like, Rhaenyra's mom dies and the king is like, time to remarry. How about a woman half my age? That sounds fun, which uh, happens sometimes. So Rhaenyra and Allison yeah. end up being stepmother and daughter, really more like big sister, little sister, because they're so close in age. And yeah. um, I cannot get over how little I can see, but um, I'm it's sure pretty it's, dark. it's pretty dark. And this, yeah, is she's a, great. this is a wedding. <laughs> so like, mm -hmm. it's a dark wedding. And yeah, this is another moment where I'm wondering where is Jaharis? I don't even think we've gotten a casting announcement for him, but that's the whole reason that Alicent is around. She is Otto, her father, brings her to King's Landing in a very schemer way to basically care for old King Jaharis until he dies. And then Viserys thinks, hey, that young lady who's caring for my uh, grandfather, you get it maybe right. she'd make a good second wife. So, yeah, this is it's some nice symbolism of her whispering in his ear because that's exactly what she's going to do when she's queen. Oh, I thought she's kissing him. Maybe it's both. She can. She Maybe can it's both. Hey, I'm going to kiss you now. <laughs> that's the whisper. That's it. All right. Let's carry on. Got an egg so this, got an egg just wanted bat. to point this out. Super quick shot of this egg in the vat. It just shows how normalized dragon stuff is. They've got these yeah. this little egg warmer. That's like, wait. You know, what you use to make Easter eggs. They're just like, nope, warming our dragon eggs with it. It's cute. Yeah, it's, it's cute. Super cat. It's cute. Yeah. Let, let's carry on. <laughs> oh, and there we got Renera and her, uh, not Renera, sorry, uh, Alta and her father, a scheman. Of course they are. So basically, Schemen. when Viserys dies, the big thing is Renera wants to ascend the throne as his eldest child and heir. But Alicent, King Viserys' second wife, would much rather her son Aegon ascend the throne instead. And her father, yes. Otto Hightower, Hand of the King, is one of her big advisors, a great schemer in his own right, and obviously wants yep. his bloodline to be in the throne. And then the realm bleeds. And yep. Kubrick turns over in his grave over the director of photography, losing like two candles to light these people. <laughs> 
yeah, Otto is kind of I I for whatever reason I just keep thinking of Tywin Lannister when I look at him. He mm-hmm. his schemes cause like a solid eighty percent of the problems. Like he, you know, he is the one who suggested Rhaenyra be named heir. Then when his true. daughter marries the king and then has sons with the king, this the rule is the Viserys still wants Rhaenyra to be heir right up until he dies. And then Otto and Allison afterwards. Otto hates Damon, hates him with a passion, and basically does anything he can to keep him away from the throne. And by that point, Damon is cozy with Rhaenyra. So Otto says, no, we can't let the heir, Rhaenyra be heir. Let's right. have it be Aegon. Um, he's not, he's a little more petty than Tywin, and Tywin was not an unpetty man. I think Otto is a bit more, a uh, bit more avaricious. I mean, but so is Tywin. Uh, Tywin's cooler than Otto. I'll just say that. Yeah, we, I think we can leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's next? Or what is next? Or what? Oh, we got the Valerians. Again, yeah, um, I imagine they're wearing just most beautiful clothes. Who could tell? Um, yeah, the Valerians, very important family. The richest family of the time. Lannisters eat your heart out. Yep. We got Steve Toussaint as patriarch Corliss Valerian. He's married to Rhaenys Targaryen, who never was. Eve Bess on his right. They are their kids. There's the that problem brother off to the left who causes all the issues that every family has one. Um, this shot yeah. is really cool. Yes, I just wish it were lighter. Yep. And then we've got Lenor in the middle, Lena on the right. Yeah. And then after this shot, our our next shot that we're gonna look at uh, clues us in about the times. Uh, so Matt's oh. <laughs> we're gonna just gauge everything by Matt Smith's hair in this show. Um, <laughs> so Damon. One day we'll call him Damon. Um, yeah, it's fascinating to me the time frame, the time scale. Like we see events, so that Heron Hall shot—that's 101 AC. We're going to see a shot later in this trailer that is from 120 AC. So we're looking at like 19 years in just season mm-hmm. one. However, they plan to do, which is you know, Game of Thrones it covered months per season. That's true. Um, I'm well, really curious th- how they're going to. And this first season will be like more than the rest. By the way, Nicole is a great question that will allow me to show up my historical knowledge. Are any of these new characters based on real historical figures or wars like Game of Thrones with the War of the Rosers? Yes. Uh, Nicole, this conflict That's is basically question. based on the anarchy, a period of British history where there was a battle for the throne between Princess Maud, who was basically Rhaenyra, and then her relative, who I forget his name. But uh, and then it kind of ends the same way, too. Oh, it, 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 it's considered the bloodiest period in English history. It sucked. Wow. It was intense. <laughs> I forget. I forget what the families were. I really do. Um, but it's called uh, Google the Anarchy sometime. That is the period this thing is based on. And Princess Maud is more or less Rhaenyra. And there are some other one to ones, too. That's it's fascinating. Like- I didn't know that. I, I am going to Google the anarchy after this the show. Anarchy. That's super cool. It is. Um, Maud. I, and, I yeah. the, and I love the idea of like a powerful woman named Maud. And then there's Maud. Yeah. She's going to take over the country and destroy everybody. Yep. Don't underestimate Maud. She has no patience for your nonsense. <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. Let's we step to our next one. Yeah. Oh, I do like that shot. So this is probably yeah. Rhaenyra and Leonor, right? Zwedding. Uh, political yep. marriage. He's gay. She's the heir to the throne, apparent. I love a good Jane Austen dance scene where the like 
passions are getting played out on the dance floor and they're like dancing, but they're also talking and they're dancing and they're thinking. And so this looks like a Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice moment with a Game of Thrones coat of paint on. So it's like the dancing could turn deadly any minute. Like that's what we're adding to the Jane Austen thing of the dancing bit. Yes. So you're saying it's okay. This scene is dark. That's the Game of Thrones. I wish it were lighter, but I do like the shot anyway. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Same. All right, let's carry on because it's, uh, you know, it's not all good in weddings ever in Game of Thrones land. Okay. Sorry. So now this is a funeral. Uh, This is a funeral on Driftmark. So again, mild spoiler here. Spoilers here. We're going to talk about people who die, not our major players. Um, but this is the funeral for Lena Valerian and the shot immediately after this. Yeah. You can see that casket has a, yeah. And it's got a woman's face, that coffin. And you know how Um, we can tell a woman's face because I'd actually like to see it just saying, okay, go on. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, so Lena at this point, she's married to Damon Targaryen. He, his first wife, who was one of the Aaron's, or Royce, it might have been one of the Royces. His first wife lived in the Vale. She passed away. Damon remarried to Lena Valerian. She passed away in childbirth to twins. So um, this is this is 120 AC when we were talking about the time scale passing. This is years after the scene that we just saw, and uh, things have changed a little bit as as we'll see in the next shot. Um, it's fun to see everyone together. Oh, there's Rhaenyra. Oh, she's looking mad. There's Queen Maud. Yeah. Don't mess with her. Don't mess with Queen Maud. Yeah. So we've got Rhaenyra here. And then in the next shot after this, it's going to show Alicent um, <laughs> giving Cook. us that Adult nice Alice framing. Yes. Yeah. The two yeah. leading ladies of the dance. Um, Staring and behind Alicent. Yeah. Behind her is Kristen Cole, who is the perfect kind of, you know, microcosm for this struggle he was like Rhaenyra's best friend sworn mm-hmm. shield apparently Maybe lover and, we don't know yeah the book kind of spins it with multiple accounts to simulate actual his like historical book like accounts supposedly Rhaenyra off tried to sleep with Kristen he's a knight of the king's guard and wasn't about it and rejected her and then they became bitter enemies um, well, so or he becomes he with her and, and, well, or he asked yes. her to run away with him and she said no. And then the better is that um, we don't know. Yep. We just don't know. Yeah. It'll be curious to see what the show decides to go with for that. If they show it, if they leave it ambiguous. Um, I love the energy yeah. of the shot. I'd love to be able to turn it totally. down. Hey, if you know something um, for, for, for Fire and Blood. So I'm guessing they're cutting the character of Mushroom because I'm seeing him nowhere here. What the, can only help? yeah i don't see a way to incorporate the so like game of thrones famously had peter dinklage as Tyrion lannister an incredibly intelligent dwarf who i was underestimated in rose in the world fire and blood has a dwarf named mushroom who is a court jester basically and is just like i I guess he's smarter than he lets on too but he's a bit more of a caricature and he's like kind of the chronicler of the whole thing but i'm gonna go ahead and guess they lost mushroom not as good as the role yeah what no definitely definitely not yeah we'll see i mushroom it's funny with mushroom because he's basically like i was there for all the important events because i was the court jester but you never really know if he actually was because he just makes so much stuff up but yeah let's let's carry on let's keep cruising because you you were right the time it doesn't fly of course i was right yeah it's true 
So who do we think this one is? This is kind of one of the trailer's ambiguous shots here. I think it's a, my, my guess is it's Aegon Targaryen, who is uh, Alicent's and King Viserys's eldest son, who she wants to go to the throne, who's a bit like a lazy, weird layabout who like kind of, I don't know, gets drunk and yeah. frequents brothels and just is causes trouble. And it's kind of like that embarrassing kid, bit of adult. Yep. Um, I think he's getting dragged back to the Iron Throne room by the guards after, I don't know, going too far. They have to like pull him out of something. I don't know why. I, I, I have like a whole story yeah. here for this shot, but I, that's what I think. I think, he, I I think, think the guards are bringing him back to an angry right. mom and dad. Yeah, we're like, I think you're probably right. Time? So I have a theory that we're not really going to see the Dance of the Dragons start this season. I think oh. we might, and the finale, the finale might leave it off as now the war is about to start. Mm-hmm. Aemond, or Aegon, sorry, Aegon the second. Like you said, he's a kind of a layabout. He's drunk all the time. I think we're going to see him basically be that for most of this season so that it'll be kind of a, uh, it'll really twist that knife when Rhaenyra, who's clearly going to be qualified to be queen. When people try to pass over her for this guy. Yeah. For, for, for him. Really? For him. Rhaenyra, this dude. Rhaenyra has her problems, but like, ugh, it's just not him. Yeah. As Dana says, or young Damon, it could be Damon. I think Damon will be more of a kid throughout this. Well, that's not true because because the, the, it has an older actor form. That's possible too. Damon also yeah. gets or, into the trouble. Or does she mean Damon Targaryen or M- Matt Smith Damon? Or oh. is there another littler Damon? Is there are too many Targaryens. Um, there are a lot of Targaryens. There are so many. I wonder if they'll change some names, honestly, like for all the Damon and yeah. Aemond and, oh yeah, I sorry. I was talking about Aemond. Aemond Targaryen might yeah. be a kid, but they did cast an old director for him. And Julie, I'm happy for it. There will be 10 episodes. This is a proper thing. They're not yes. cutting it down. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Um, so one thing with this, the only reason I don't think this is Damon, Dana, is because Damon ends up running the gold cloaks. It's even though I'm sure he gets dragged back to the keep plenty of times, it's hard to imagine them manhandling him quite like this. Unless this is the King's Guard. That's the only way I could see that going down where this is Dane. Or they do manhandle him and he's like, one day I'm going to rule all of you. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's right. As if hey. that'll ever happen. And then it does. It's funny. But I could not. get behind that. Um, yeah. Let, let's step to our next shot. Kristen, he's beating somebody up. We don't know who. I just want to pause here to highlight this. He seems like a good guy, but is he? Kristen Cole? Oh, he's one of the more ambiguous characters from the book. Like, you you really do not know his motives exactly. So he's yep I I, I like the idea that he's a shit gibbon and that he's he I like him seducing Rhaenyra and then her saying no more than the other way around. I like him being a bit of a angry incel who uh, felt felt rejected and then joins the other side by Rhaenyra. But I guess they could make him like a noble hearted guy. Again, they they have to like decide how complicated he is and like really dive into it. This is such an interesting writing exercise. Like I I just hope they're brave. I I hope they make the the brave choices to make people really interesting and complex and contradictory, even within themselves. Because he could, he totally, he he could, he could be a conflicted fan favorite. Honestly, I I think that more than Damon. Because he's yeah. so twisted up inside. People love that. And he's supposed to be virtuous. He's the King's Guard. But like we do know, so aside from the ambiguous things he did, there are some things he does that are not virtuous that are pretty clear in the books. Oh uh, yeah, let's uh let's step to our next shot here. Um because Kristen's Ooh. pretty interesting. This this blew my mind today. This shot. 
because earlier, you know, blood coming through hands, it's like, is somebody getting stabbed? What's going on? Uh, I realized, so this is a hand fasting, a, a marriage ceremony. You can, it's actually two hands tied together with a cord and the blood's coming out. So this is most likely Damon and Rhaenyra, who we see in the following shot too. Um, they get married in secret because they relatives and Rhaenyra's father does not approve. And so that is like, so Damon's going to have like, the woman from three the veil, wives. Lena, I guess yeah. three wives in one season. Busy, busy. Okay. Busy, busy. Yeah. I, I imagine they're going to use that to paint his character in some kind of way because this shot. So Rhaenyra had kind of feelings toward Damon since she was little because he was the opposite of her father in every way. He was dashing and a warrior and rode his dragon all the time. And Viserys was kind of like a jolly King Robert type of king. This happens the same year that Lena Valerion, who had the funeral we saw, and uh, again, mild spoiler here, Rhaenyra's husband, Lanor, both die in the same year. It's kind of left ambiguous if Damon took had a part in Lanor dying. It, it's possible he does. I'm really curious to see what the show does there. But they got married like right <laughs> after. So yeah, one of yeah. those... Uh... <laughs> suspiciously quick new marriage after the husband dies always raises an eyebrow but you know when yeah. an uncle and a niece love each other very much nothing to get them apart that uh, a westeros story there it is mm-hmm. all right let's carry on let's carry on through here that yeah, looks so like fully them. lord of the rings that looks like i mean okay a, i can't see anything but that looks like elrond and galadriel but it's not it's damon targaryen and his niece renera targaryen just Getting just hitched. getting married yeah yep yeah we mentioned uh it's suspicious about whether he was involved in the one murder there are actually two murders her lover and her husband both die oh, like right. at the same time so exactly we'll see what they nicole do. i agree with you look like elves. they look like elves yes they, they do have the, have the um dana on youtube asks does anyone know the budget of this first season of house of the dragon dana, <laughs> yeah we do budgets dana this was made for under 20 million dollars which was the weirdly passive aggressive way hbo awarded it to some outlet when they're trying to claim that they're saving so much money on it it's made for around 20 million an episode uh, it's a lot of money um yeah. there's no budget for lights but they have a lot of budget for dragons which do cost a lot of money so i understand yes so under 200 million on the cheap 200 million jeez for one season of tv what an age we live in yeah yeah totally um julie asked earlier too uh they have not started filming season two that we're aware of yet i don't think so no better get on it um i think they're actually waiting to see if it does okay like they have they they are Yes. They're not Amazon, that they can't just go to Jeff Bezos's house, lift up a, lift up a couch cushion, grab a, grab, grab a billion, then just toss it to TV. They actually have to see if this That's will true. make a return for them. Yeah, I think the latest thing we had from that was Casey Bloys, the HBO programming president, saying there's a good chance it'll get a season two. Uh, but they haven't renewed it yet, technically. But yeah, let's let's keep on stepping. <laughs> let's. Oh, oh, I love light so much. Uh, okay. So. Just briefly picture. here, uh, we talk, right? Look at that face. We talk a lot about Rhaenyra and Alicent being the two drivers, like their division being the drivers of the Dance of the Dragons. Mm-hmm. Just as much, it's about Damon and Otto. They're kind of the one whispering in each of Otto for Alicent and Damon for Rhaenyra. They have an e- just as bad of a rivalry. And it's really even more like Otto despises Damon. Um, <laughs> yeah, just wanted to point that out. That's good. Here, I like, like that. The gold I like close. that. This is King's Landing. Spread around the conflict. Obviously. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, speaking of spreading around the conflict, let's look at our next shot here. Come on, girl. Yeah, this one's good. This is so just as Alyssa and Rhaenyra have a rivalry, their kids also hate each other because their parents taught them because um, generational because trauma is generational. Um, and at one point, Rhaenyra's kids get into a fight with Allison's kid, Aemond, Rhaenyra's one kid, I think it's Lucerus, that slashes yeah. the eye out of Aemond's head. And then yeah. Allison goes to her husband, the king, who is who is the father of the kid who lost the eye and the great grandfather of the kid who did it and she's like you should take out his eye in repayment oh it's so shakespearean um and then viserys is like no let's get along no he doesn't want it he doesn't want to do anything drastic and this is new so i in the book that's all we heard in the show i was gonna go right for rhaenyra it's like fine you won't do it i'll do it myself Ah!" and uh yeah work but so yeah and she's there is some bad blood here totally and this bad blood is going to spill over into next season. The kids, just like in Game of Thrones, the kids and the adults, they all drive the conflict for sure. Allison is using the cat's paw dagger here that was that someone tried to kill Bran with in the first yeah. season of Game Which of Thrones. It feels dumb to me. That feels like fan service to me. I don't really know why it's an, there's a cat's paw dagger there. It's an interesting choice because, yeah, that that is not in Fire and Blood. That is a show choice that's being made. I could I get like behind it. it being like, look at the cursed lineage of this Valyrian steel dagger. Um, it'll yeah. kind of depend on what they do with it. It does feel a little like fan service. Um, it, it, yeah, but, it, it, it feels like a little um, wink just for kicks. I don't really like it, but it's fine. I think if there's going to be any scene that can have the wink, it, maybe it's this one because this whole conflict, it really reminds me of what happens in the Riverlands in Game of Thrones season one with, where Lady gets killed, where the kids are fighting Ooh. and then Lady dies and Cersei demands that Arya's direwolf be killed. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. That Lady gets killed instead of because Arya's got away. This is the same kind of deal and it comes out that the reason Lu- Lucerus slashed the eye out of Aemond is because he called them all bastards, basically. He said they're strong, yes. alluding to them being Rhaenyra's illegitimate children. And Viserys gets so mad that he basically says, whatever, this is all dumb. Let's all get along. And then eventually he dies and everyone says, of course, we weren't going to get along. We all hate each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the one guy who with power who didn't want us to kill each other is dead. Looks like the killing's on. It's basically uh, how it goes. House of the Dragon. That's their tagline. August All right. 21st, baby. Uh, I think August 21st. I think we've got one more shot in this trailer to look at. You want to look at it? Ooh, the, black the final shot? Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, they had to have another dragon shot. You got you, you got they dragon did. right in your name, baby. You better deliver some dragons. That's right. Do you know which one this is? Um, we do not. I, I'm not sure which one this is, but... I think this is on Dragonstone. My initial thought was, oh, here, here's Damon in the Dragon Pit in King's Landing. But it kind of looks like there's obsidian on the walls on the left there next to his head. And in the shot right before this, where he has the torch on the ground, it looks almost like he's tracking this dragon. And there are wild dragons that live in caves on Dragonstone. That's true. So I think this is him looking for one of those wild dragons. Like there's one called Sheep Stealer, I think. Like they, some of them have ridiculous names because they're basically like folk legends. They fly around the island and do what they want because they're right. dragons. So yeah, I don't, I don't know which one this is. I, the, that's yeah, a cool the idea. Is another one. I like that. I mean, and again, just like think, so this is a time 
where Game of Thrones was dragons are dead. This is, there are so many dragons. There are just wild ones that just running around. Like that, that's how many dragons there are. And they were playing yeah. the plot too. Yep. There is a period during this war where uh, one of the factions basically says, anyone who can mount one of these wild dragons will event, will immediately become a lord and, and join the fight. Um, yeah, so they the have wild dragons. more dragons than they have riders. Dragons are very picky. So exactly. they're like, we need a freaking air force. So just, we're, 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 we're desperate. Yeah. Anybody want to hop on this thing and see what happens? We'll give you some gold. Yes. I, I suppose the other thing this could be, I can't tell it, how red this dragon looks. It doesn't look especially red to me. It could be Caraxes, which is Damon's Caraxes, yeah. dragon that is notoriously grumpy. Um, and they have a like fight. It's yeah. Ryder. Yeah. It's Ryder. But yeah. And House of the Dragon. This guy does look pretty good, Nicole. Um, it does. It, it, it looks good. Agreed. And God, I just, I don't like the darkness. I don't like it. But um, the show itself, I think, looks very good. And I'm looking for, oh, we're, we're back. There's a lot of trailers. We're back. Um, yeah. August 21st. Yeah, it's really happening. This is a big swing. They got a lot riding on this. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see uh, whether this is a success they need it to be or whether it'll fail and signal the end of the fantasy boom that's been riding for about a decade now. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I'd be that would be the the red weddingest twist of all <laughs> if this somehow killed the fantasy boom i think this show's going to be good i like it's hbo when's the last time hbo put a show out where you're like this is eye-rollingly bad doesn't oh we could go there you know, if we really wanted to um okay that's they put out fair. bad stuff i, I watched fair. dmz with rosario dawson they oh put out, I, I, I forgot about that i guess that was hbo max technically Although, you know what? Yeah. I still don't know if House of the Dragon is HBO and HBO Max or just HBO Max because they're selling it with HBO Max because they want to be interested in that streaming service. But I think yeah. they want it to be on HBO as well. And it is one episode per week. So I think it's on both, but they're just putting HBO Max branding on everything. So, so folks sign up is my, is my, is my, uh, my guess. Yeah, I agree. I can't imagine this and Westworld, I can't mm. imagine that they are not going to put them on HBO. Um, but you're right. The branding is only HBO Max. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Honestly, Daniel, we talk so much about this. I, I'm not sure we really have time for what are we watching or the lightning round. I mean, we have so many important things to do. I got to pick my kids up from the sitter. I mean, it's just like we, we got to go and do this stuff. It's true. I've got a dog that needs walking. He doesn't care about dragons. But um, so yeah, thanks for watching with us, everybody. This is exciting. This is a big deal. You know, so we want to take a good, I just want to take like a lot of time to go over this in detail. And we hope you enjoyed it. But yeah, we'll be back next week with more of our standard dog and pony show for you. In fact, we're here every single Wednesday. Is that right? At the Winter's Queen Facebook page. Yeah! On the Winter's Queen Facebook page and the Winter's Coming YouTube page, talking all things, you know, sci fi, fantasy, movies, TV. We're also available uh, at 4 p.m. CST. We're also available on podcast form. You can download us wherever podcasts are available. Google Play, iTunes. Thanks for watching, everybody. And um, House of the Dragon, man, it's happening. Woo! It's happening. It's coming. Less than, what, three months? Uh, just over three months. Winter Soon. is coming again. Goodbye. Take care. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.